Rove McManus, Sam Frost. Today FM. Felicity Huffman, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Now, welcome back for American Crime. Now, this is one of those shows where everybody comes back every season and it's a bit musical chairs when it comes to the characters. So same actors playing essentially different roles. Does that make it more exciting or just more confusing for you? <laughs> it actually makes it more exciting. It's, a, it's an actor's paradise because you get to act with the same people who you respect and love, who you know, usually are, are better than you, so they raise the level of your game. And yet you get to create a whole new character in a whole new city, set of circumstances. So it's kind of ideal. It actually doesn't get any better than that. Does it then mean that you have to, like, if, if in one season, like if you really enjoy this season when you're heading into, you know, working in the school environments, you could really enjoy that. But then they say next season, well, now you're all going to be in, the- in a circus <laughs> and you've got to let it go. Like, you can't enjoy a role for its longevity. First of all, well, what's amazing is that you are psychic because, yes, next year it is a circus. No, I knew it! I knew it! Um, there you go. <laughs> um, I think actors are, are, at least I am, I mean, you're ready to go on to the next thing. I was certainly ready to let season one go, the character of Barb Hanlon, and uh, and I'm I'm ready to move on from, from Leslie. I, I mean, you're right. I guess next season I could be something completely dreadful, but it's always fun to play something completely dreadful. And so, in, um, in this season, uh, it, it tackles a, a lot of issues when it comes to uh, kids entering high school and obviously cyberbullying, which is oh, a, a, a very big thing uh, at the moment. Did, did you learn a lot from some of the subjects that, that came up in this season? No, I can't say I learned a lot because, you know, John is very careful about not preaching. You know, he's not interested in taking a position or, or you know, exploring an issue. You know, he goes, now we're going to figure out what we think about this issue. What he's interested in is observing what people do when they're faced with inciting incidences. So it wasn't that I learned anything other than... Um, that it's just very difficult for everyone involved. I mean, well, you guys just said it. It's not just cyberbullying. It's the whole social media. Everything happens so quickly. I mean, I don't know about you all, but when I was in high school, I did incredibly stupid things. Oh, yeah. But I'm really glad we're not recorded. <laughs> um, and that you have that feeling of being very alone, and yet you're part of a global village with this social media. And... Um, and there's the echo chamber of, you know, the internet. Hmm. And one of your most famous performance was the transgender character of Brie in the movie Transamerica. And that movie was released back in 2005. So have you noticed a huge change within the transgender community since the release of the movie? Yes, I think the movie Transamerica, which was written and directed by Duncan Tucker brilliantly, I might add, um, was ahead of its time. Um, I think you can see that even if you looked back, not that anyone would, but at the reviews, you know, they sort of talk about the character of Brie as this freak. And, um, and I think now people understand transgender much more, and it's becoming more in the mainstream. You know, you have transparent and... You have the Danish girl, and 
you have Orange is the New Black. They're, they're becoming much more a part of the fabric of society, and I think that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you have had such an illustrious uh, career, you know, starting out you know, in theatre, but also, you know, we cannot discount the, the, the success of Desperate Housewives and, and what you've done with your, your Oscar-nominated career as well. But... Have you ever? Just, is there something a role you haven't tackled yet? Like the idea of being in a in a Marvel superhero summer blockbuster, or or a Star Wars popcorn special? Just just something like that where you can switch off and just have some silly, delirious fun. <laughs> well, again, Rove, you're just psychic. <laughs> I actually am going to star in a Marvel comic movie. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I, I got I, tiny, I, I got a tiny bit excited just for a second. The illustrious career that that you talk about, but I've been very lucky to be working, and I really love to work, and I love the career I've had so far, and I'm very grateful for it. Would I love to do a big blockbuster, just eat popcorn and milk duds and have a great time? Absolutely. Who wouldn't? Those things are great. And not only are you all of the above, but you also co-wrote a book called A Practical Handbook for the Boyfriend, which I'm fascinated about. I personally haven't read it yet, but I think that I probably should because you've got tips on how to apologise without really apologising and how to survive her driving, which I think my boyfriend and I think many boyfriends will uh, put it to good use, I think. So what's the tip? I'm a terrible driver. What's the tip about you driving with your boyfriend? Well, how does my boyfriend survive my driving skills? <laughs> I, I think if I was to give advice, it's, it's funny, that book, I wrote it with my best friend, Patricia Wolf, and, um, and it's actually a really funny book. I would say your boyfriend should, when he can, drive himself, <laughs> and when he can't, and you're driving, to keep his mouth shut. I think that's a great <laughs> idea, so I'll let him know. Yeah, of course. He'll be like, thanks, Felicity. I appreciate the advice. (laughs) Now, we hear a lot of things about, you know, reunions for shows like X-Files, Friends, Full House, Sex and the City, moving on to the big screen, Desperate Housewives. Is there ever a chance that you'd get the band back together for any kind of future projects? Oh, geez, not a snowball's chance in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. You're too busy working. We used up all of our... Uh, you know, I mean, eight years of that, Mark Cherry brilliantly wrote it with the writers for eight years. I think they went through storylines like like I go through a candy store. I don't think there's anything <laughs> less to do a movie about. But it's the I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's Desperate Housewives is going to be on my tombstone, and I'm very grateful that it is. <laughs> Well, also, let's not discount, of course, American crime, which is happening now. But how much does Felicity Huffman know about Australian crime? We'll find out when we come back. Rove and Sam, Today FM. Pause, music, probably Taylor Swift or Justin Bieber, let's be honest. (laughs) And we're back. Rove and Sam, 1041 Today FM, and we're talking to the star of American Crime, Felicity Huffman. Now, Felicity, you obviously are working on a show called American Crime, but do you hear much about Australian crime? Have you, have you studied just what's going on in the rest of the world? No, I'm horribly ignorant, and I'm embarrassed to say that. Do you want me to hang up and look it up? <laughs> you know what, just for you your again? sake, yeah. I wouldn't that, blame you if you did. That would be great. No, what we're going to do, we will give you a, a, a an Australian crime, and you have to try to guess whether it's true or false. Did it happen or did it not happen? All right. I'll kick it off. Okay. So 
Trevor Jones breaks into a house and is caught when he takes his time to log into Facebook and forgets to log out before leaving. True or false? True. I know. It, it is. is. Australians just love Facebook. Congratulations. Got to check the notifications. Okay, here we go. Here's your, here's your second crime. Police arrested a Matt Anderson in the city of Melbourne for practising hypnotism without a proper licence. False. Oh, she's right again. You, that didn't happen. Well done. Whoa, she knows this stuff. Do I get trip to Australia if I get them all right? Yeah, you can sure. come in and break, break as many rules as you want because you know what's happened and what hasn't. Here we go. Okay. Alex Spurway, dressed as a duck, robbed the Regency Park Tavern, stole all the Easter eggs they had on sale. <laughs> True or false? Dressed as a duck? Is that what you said? Oh, yes. Yeah. True. No, that one was ro- that was false. That I can one imagine it happening though. It's it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. I wouldn't put it past us Aussies. I'm worried that we're giving people ideas. All right, here's your last one. So far, so good. Alex Coffey and Joel Spargo break into a Taekwondo studio while the Taekwondo master is inside practicing his mad skills. Instead of sneaking out, they still try to rob the studio. And when he finds them, he unloads with all his ninja skills and takes them down. True. She's done it. You've done it. Can you come and just protect our country, please? Yes. <laughs> well, okay. uh, American crime, it's currently able to be binged to your heart's content on Presto. We thank its star, Felicity Huffman. Thanks, you guys. Thank Thanks you for, so uh, much. talking about it. I appreciate anybody watching it. It's a great show. Thank you very much. Now, just hold the line. We will do your uh, questions for, for, for William, for when he's on next week, if that's all right. Oh, uh, I can't wait. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, I will go first. Okay. All right, okay. Felicity Huffman, when it comes to you and husband, William H. Macy, who was interested in marriage first? Was it you or him? Uh, is this? Are you going to do this like the newlywed game? Yeah. We're on the same page? Yeah, exactly. Uh, him. Oh, okay, mm. sure. That's good. All right. What What is the most you've ever paid for a pair of shoes? There's no way I'm telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. What, uh, oh, you, you want to do the, why don't you do the next one, sure. Sam? What's your most irritating habit? Oh, Lord, you got about a couple hours. <laughs> I think for Bill, the most irritating habit I have is I don't turn the lights off in rooms. Mm. Oh, okay. Noted. What's your favorite food? Cheese. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> You're melting my heart. I love the cheese. sound of that. A lady cheese and who bread. loves. Oh, cheese and bread. Even better. That's good. What's the one guilty pleasure you let your husband get away with? Anything he jolly well pleases. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you were to go to a fast food restaurant... Wait, I can answer that. I, he, he rides his motorcycle all over L.A. Ah, oh. nice one. Which song, which song do you think your husband would dedicate to you? <laughs> On the sunny side of the street. Oh. Van Morrison. Cute. Do you remember the first conversation you had with one another? Yes. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Oh, what was it? Oh. 
he he interviewed me uh, about getting into an acting studio. Oh, that's adorable. That's really cute. What a great story. What's your favorite fast food restaurant? Um, In and Out Burger. Oh, is that, is... that is? Nice. Yes, we do. We Good had call. a pop up stand in Sydney, mm -hmm. and they sold out within like half an hour of opening because and everyone's crazy for In and Out here. Went crazy. Oh, yeah. Well, now, young lady, don't you cheat and get on the phone with him after we let you go and tell him all these answers. We, he needs to, we need Gosh, to play you know the... What? I hadn't thought about that, but I'm totally doing it now. <laughs> we appreciate your honesty. We appreciate your honesty. Thanks very much, Felicity. Thanks so much. Thanks, you guys.